Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. All right, so technically the beginning of the uh, of this phase of phase three isn't the home stretch because this is the longest phase leading up towards the conclusion with Endgame. So I'm going to say the these first few movies leading up, uh, you know, to like Infinity War is 3.1. Okay. Uh, you know. Because you think after Infinity War, you still have a few more movies and then Endgame. Right. And now, you know, that's the end of Phase 3, and now we're in Phase 4. I, I think that whole concept is too confusing, you know, because they have so many movies coming out. Like, this year alone is three. Mm-hmm. You know, last year there's three. I'm, mm-hmm. Man, there could have been one year with four. I wouldn't know. There's so many movies. It's always Marvel three. movies. <laughs> there's so many, though. It's like you just lose track. Uh, so I'm gonna say this is 3.1. We were introduced to you know a brand new character, Ant Man. How do we feel about the actor choice of Ant Man? Paul Rudd, I think, was a great choice. Oh, yeah. um, I, I do. I kind of feel like though. Do we? Th- I mean, uh, with Ant Man and Wasp, I mean, you guys will probably bash me crazy for this, but I kind of feel like they get they're getting a huge spotlight based just solely on um, because of the, the role that Hank Pym plays in the background to all this. I mean, if Hank Pym was not, his technology and his innovations and everything didn't play into a huge, as huge a st- uh, plot or point in the story as it did, right. would Ant-Man and Wasp have such a, a spotlight on them with their own individual movies, or would they be brought in like a um, like Black Widow and Hawkeye and all them without in their own individual movies. I don't know, man. Even in the comics, you can't have Scott Lang without without Hank Pym. Yeah. yeah. Because even in the comics, Scott Lang was an accident. I mean, accident. I agree, but I'm just I'm just kind of curious if if they didn't if they didn't roll forward using Hank Pym's technology as such a huge part of the story, would they have been given the spotlight that they did? Or would they have just been brought in as secondary that's a main character? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. No. That's a good question. Because that quantum realm, that whole part. That, that, is, that's is where it all happened. Yeah, you know, that's where the time thing. Everybody, we were all yeah. questioning, how are they going to travel in yeah. time? Yeah. You know what kills me, though, is all it took was um, Scott Lang 
go into the quantum realm for Hank Pym to finally make something that could go to the quantum realm. Because him, <laughs> I mean, you think about it, like he he has talked about the quantum realm before Scott Lang went there as a myth. And then Scott Lang went there, came back, and now he built a whole machine well, that can go there. I think he's, I think Hank Pym in this universe has always been afraid of the quantum realm because of what happened. With his wife. With his wife. Yeah. I think because he's in the movies, he's had everything he's had has been theoretical and experimental, but he's been afraid because he didn't want to lose himself in the quantum realm and have hope, have no one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think he's been more scared of the quantum realm than not wanting to go to the quantum realm. Well, I'll tell you but, this much. If he doesn't teach somebody about the Hank Pym particle, then we won't have Ant-Man or Wasp around anymore. Because yep. if you look, man, in Endgame, they had to go back in time for Hank Pym particle. Right. But Hank, yeah. but Hank Pym is back. Well, yeah, he's back, but now he can educate but somebody. Nobody on else it. knows other than Hank Pym. Well, but, now, but now, he can. Man. But well, yeah, now I've, that he knows the that's importance, what I'm saying. Yeah. now he knows the importance that that particle played <laughs> in all this, and how important it can be. Now he could pass on that information. Yeah, that's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe though. to his daughter. Yeah. Maybe to Scott. Maybe to both. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think if, it need to be hope. If he doesn't teach someone, then <laughs> the that's going to be yes. yeah, the responsible one, <laughs> the more intelligent one. He's got to teach somebody because you know it, that as big a role as it played, we need to pass it along. Yes. And whatever happened to the what was that character? The one that was phasing a lot. Ghost. 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 What happened to Ghost? Uh, she got cured by the mother, and now she's with uh, uh, um, Giant Man. Giant Man. Um, I can't remember his Lawrence name. Fishburne's character. I can't remember his uh, real name. So uh, she doesn't phase no more. She's still like, is she still going to use as a weapon? Like, you know, they don't say that. I well, think because right, she be pulled they, back in later on. Because her whole premise was that she was being pulled into the different. Uh, quantum realms right, right and so she was always being torn apart yeah, and put mm-hmm. back together that's why she was in pain right and she had to be in that machine so she was centered as one. well i think well they in the the end scene credits of ant-man and wasp they say he was going into the quantum realm to get quantum particles to help her right let's go help our ghost friend that yeah. like he says that before he goes into the quantum realm okay but so uh, i think there's a chance that she could come back and but hope's mother came in and she used some kind of power that we don't know like yes. what power does she have because she just touched I think her. she's she centered her yeah. like we don't know if she just took the power or whatever the phasing she absorbed away. all the well she's been in the quantum realm so long that but she did she absorb it or did she just bring her together to where she no longer is being torn between yeah. the realms she she stabilized her so she she could possibly still yeah. have that power yeah and with giant man she could be one of the future superheroes true you know because hey, force <laughs> you know, you can have a force, man. There's so many teams, yeah. Uh, that you know they can go uh, go with, but yeah, I think Ant Man. I, I think Paul Rudd was. I think that was perfectly cast because yes. I'm gonna, Hank Pym will, was always the jerk yeah. because Hank Pym. You know, there was comics to where he hit uh, his wife, yeah. like you know, like that was one. They that was one character that pushed the lines of the comic book code that they had to completely change it with Scott Lang. Yeah. Mm. Because Hank Pym was such a jerk and Scott Lang was more of the humorous goofball yeah. screw up that stumble upon his technology. So I was I will tell you this though, I was very shocked at how well Paul Rudd responded 
to the demands of Marvel. Um, because, you know, when you sign up for these roles, you sign up for a an incredibly difficult training regimen yes. that you have to go through, an exercise regimen, a training regimen, a fighting regimen that you have to do. Right. I was very shocked that Paul Rudd stepped up and owned that that hey, part of it. You got to get the Marvel six pack. Yeah, <laughs> like, no other part of your body matters. Like you just have to have, like a, you have to have the Marvel six pack. The Marvel I was six-pack. I was super shocked that he owned. I mean, I'm not shocked that he did as well as he did with the role. I'm just so- shocked that personally, as an actor, right. he stepped up and actually owned that piece of it. Yeah. I just thought he was a pretty lazy actor, in my opinion. <laughs> but that, that was just me. I've, hey. I was I was shocked about that. You did not. You loved him in Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, that overnight anybody. package yeah. movie. Those rom-coms. He was well known for those rom-coms. <laughs> uh, so after Ant-Man, it goes straight into Captain America's Civil War, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is a mini Avengers yes, movie. Agreed. It is. It how is. did y'all feel about that? Even though this is Captain America Civil War, how did you feel that pretty much every, it was all the Avengers in the I was movie? okay with it because it was still, I mean, it was a huge movie. And again, I got to go back to the fact this is where my boy Spidey gets introduced. So I was okay with it. And uh, again, I was nervous about Spider-Man coming in because I wanted them to do it right. And by gosh, they... Huh? I think a lot were. And, well, by God, nice. they did it. They did it right. Well, they introduced Black Panther too. Oh, and that another yeah. one. That was another great introduction they did, and they did. I think they did a fantastic job with. Um, uh, I think they did a fantastic job separating everybody into teams and formatting the teams. Who's going to be on whose side? Mm-hmm. And I still think they did an okay job or a pretty decent job in keeping this a Captain America movie because this movie became what it was simply because Cap absolutely refused yeah. to yeah. go along with what everybody else was trying to mm-hmm. do and because he just didn't see that it there um, that there you know he didn't see that there was a moral reason to do there was any morals behind it. It was all a power struggle. Yeah. And um and that was the reason why I went with you know Team Cap because I agree with that. Governments have their own agendas, and even in real life. Governments have their own agendas. Right. And when you, when you kind of put that pull that real life <laughs> element into it, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I didn't. I I pulled from a lot of emotion in that movie and went right. with Team Cap. Even though Spider Man was on Iron Man's side, I was still Team Cap. So, but I love Spider Man. So movie. then, for it a little bit. The argument between Iron Man and Cap. Yeah. When they see each other again. Uh huh. Who was right and who was wrong then? I think Rhodey was right. I don't think with, anything with, Captain America or Iron Man. I think I think Iron Man was all emotion and Captain America was all we're superheroes. We shouldn't be told what to do. And then if you look at Rhodey, he is the best of both worlds. He is like Avengers is just another branch of the military. Yeah. Like I was like, that's the argument that should be focused on. That's not because Iron Man and Captain America right. are a married couple and bickering, <laughs> and that's what they gave. Focus My thing on. was is not that I, I don't think that they should have been a branch of the military. I think I think that who they simply just because of who they were, the powers they had, all the different uh, characters coming in to to create the Avengers. Um, was beyond any kind of yeah. government body of right. any type. I just don't think that could have been a part of a military operation. 
I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I was all Team Iron Man uh, <laughs> on that one. But, you know, when it came to the argument, I was more on Rhodey's side than what, either but Captain America. Because Captain America was sold all the way up until he, he found out Scarlet Witch, Scarlet was, Witch being was being held, held prisoner. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, like she wasn't really being held prisoner. They just didn't know what to do with her because, one, she is a... Uh, an undocumented immigrant, yeah, uh, yeah, and she has a superpower that could kill everybody. Yeah, she did. I kind of saw At, the point, and they were they were scared of her lack of control. Yes, yeah. and all in Captain America was sold. He had the pen in his hand, about to sign on with Iron Man because Iron Man had his points. And then all it took was uh, she's being held at the facility, at the Avengers facility, not in a special. Yeah, uh, whatever government the facility raft or anything. they were right. in the she was in the Avengers facility until they could find out. Even though and she then, winds that's up all there, it took. <laughs> Captain America threw the pin down. He's like, "I'm over this." Just because, just when I think you were on my side, and blah 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 blah, I'm like, "Oh God, <laughs> get over it." <laughs> I don't know. I think team cap. Uh, team cap. I, <laughs> I I actually was on both. <laughs> I, I I wanted to be. I was on Team Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Or Team Captain America. Well, you suck, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I agreed with Cap, Cap's views on on the Sokovian Accord. Right. I think Iron Man was coming off an, an age of Ultron high that he you know helped destroy the world, or was about to help destroy the world. Yeah, because he kept bringing that up. Yeah, constantly. Right. And the the woman in the elevator, you know definitely pushed him off the cliff towards oh, yeah. that way and he but he's always been feeling that way after he you know almost destroyed the world right. but yeah. I, I also i was team i was team cap at the end because i believe you know just like he says well what if something happens and you know we we believe that we should go in right. and, and we're not allowed it, to yeah we're not allowed to or what happens if we feel like something we don't should not go into I see, and I was more Team Iron Man by the end of the movie, only because Captain America didn't have any sympathy for Iron Man when he found out Winter Soldier killed his parents. Yeah, and he he fought Iron Man because he he what? loved his. You don't Bucky. touch his Bucky. Bucky. You don't touch him. Don't you touch leave, my Bucky. You leave Bucky out of this. He was like, just because, uh, uh, like, he wanted to take some frustration. He wanted to kill Buck, uh, Bucky. I get that. Oh yeah. Yeah, but. Captain America was kicking the crap out of Iron Man. But let Black Panther would have got to that fight during that time. Yeah. <laughs> See, he stayed like? focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did. knew. He, he, knew. Did. he was like, uh, we're going to let these crazy guys kill themselves. I'm going to go after the real guy yeah, right. the real up here. I thought that was genius. Yeah. Making the way they did Zemo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of yeah. trying to make him some big, you know, diabolical red skull type, it was just... He was you, just a guy you, that was you killed my family. You yeah. killed my family, so I kill yours. They yeah. showed how perfect of a strategist he was. That, yes. That's who Zemo yes. was, yes. was yes. a strategist. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. his entire strategy was for the Avengers to kill themselves. Yep. And he succeeded. He just yes. well, he succeeded to the point to where they tried. And then Black Widow just or I'm sorry, Black Panther just found out the truth just by hiding in the shadows right. and listening. Right. Uh, you know, in putting all the pieces together, and uh, yeah, and then that's where it separated. So I thought they did Zemo perfectly. They did as well. a great job. Yeah, they did. Uh, so what about the rest of the the movies? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so you didn't like Dark World. Uh, did you like? Um, 
Well, Thor, I guess was Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok so, was about in Ragnarok? Phase Three. I loved Ragnarok. Oh my gosh, yes, loved Ragnarok. I'm gonna say the Ragnarok was three point one because it came out before. I mean, you uh, got you Infinity got, War. but you got a lot going on, man. You got the death of Odin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You got you know the return of Hela. Yeah. Uh, you got the whole you know Ragnarok with Sutter yeah. or Suter, whatever his how you pronounce his name. I think they um, made Hela too powerful. I do too. Like. I thought she was way necessarily powerful. I thought like, she was way too powerful because she. But she was supposed to be in the way they wrote the storyline. She was the first, the firstborn of Odin, and she became so absorbed with power yeah. that you know Odin had to put her down. And, and and again, too, you have to realize that at that moment in Ragnarok, um, Thor is just now at the end of that third movie coming into a complete understanding of what his power truly is. He still doesn't know. Odin has told him in that movie, you are more powerful than me. Yeah. And it only took 2,000 years. But you you just don't realize it yet. And once the day comes when you realize it, holy cow. Right, right. And so he technically, Thor is more powerful than her. It's just the fact that he doubted himself and didn't Mm -hmm. realize he was that powerful yet. He didn't realize the true source of his power. Right. Right. And that that was the, I thought that was the huge part of Ragnarok was Thor realizing the true source of his power. But even when he did that, he was nowhere near as powerful as Hela in that movie. No, but the thing, it's because he still doesn't have, he he still hasn't gotten there totally. He's just now coming in to that understanding, so we're eleven years into this thing. How long does it take? I don't know, but he's already lost all faith again, and he gained two hundred pounds. I know. But what about uh, what do y'all think about uh, the theory behind uh, Grandmaster being uh, an eternal or celestial or yeah. whatever it is? There's like several theories floating about the Grandmaster. If he's in three more movies, I would love it. He, <laughs> he, Jeff Goldblum. he was so perfect for that movie. Like when he had that little keyboard and he's just he's like, like one, three, keyboard, I'm like, DJ. oh my God, Jeff Goldblum, he is gold on screen. My don't, favorite. Don't, like, don't hand me the death stick. I didn't ask yeah. for the death stick. My favorite is at the end. He's like, yay, that was a good revolution. Yeah. Let's just say it was a tie. Yeah, yeah right. What, yeah. what does he use this, this ship for? Yeah. Oh, don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> No, I he was per- he was great in that movie. Oh, he that was, was gold. That was one of my favorite Stan Lee cameos. Where he, yes. gets the cut, yes. where he gets the cut, Thor's hair. Yes. What about yes. don't touch my what hair? About, what about the throwaway scene when Hela's walking through uh, the hall at as in Asgard and knocks over an infinity gauntlet yeah. and says it's a fake. fake. Fake, right. I thought that was a great I was right. like that's pretty cool because I was I mean that, it was kind of like a throwaway scene. Yes. It just kind of went through really, really quickly. Fake. Well, but how can the gauntlet be fake? How can, I mean, well, there was that other one too. Um, there was another gauntlet that maybe was incomplete or something that was um, at Need of Lear um, when oh, when he showed it when he well, yeah yeah. When, yeah when he went back there to to get his other weapon and discovered that the star was dead and right. you know right. that the everybody had been killed and everything. But there was another gauntlet sitting on the table there too. Yeah. So there could have been several. Yeah. I, you know, there could have been, but, you know, at the end, there was uh, two Iron Man gauntlets that were way better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. 
they like you know they would move the stones and everything like he didn't even have to grab them all he had to do was touch his gaunt his his hand on there right and he controlled the stones going over to his hand i was like see that that's hard man that's too that's stark baby that's good well that's good writing yes Yes. Like, because he didn't have to go like, okay, one, two, three, four. He just had to hold. Because, you know, Thanos wasn't thinking. Because, you know, Thanos in, the, in, in Infinity War and uh, Endgame, he knew what everybody was going to do before they did it. That's why, like, like he was beating everybody. Right. So, like, you know, he didn't know that, you know, when he had the gauntlet on there, he was just thinking, I'm wearing a gauntlet. He didn't think that's his technology on his hand. So that's, like, the one part he didn't outthink Tony Stark. No, it was great. So yeah, yeah. Um, I liked the the uh, going back to Thor Ragnarok. <clears throat> excuse me. I liked the almost Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it, and the tribute to uh, Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. that it had. Yeah. It had yeah. a lot of the Jack Kirby, like especially yeah. on the planet, the colors, right. Right. The, yeah. the the way the city looks, the people. Yeah, it yeah. had a very Jack Kirby throwback to to, to curbs. But I man, love the eighties synth music. Yeah, in the eighties. Oh, yes. I mean, it was but just, going back to what David said earlier too, so much comedy. Yes. In this yes. movie too. I mean, this was this was one of the movies that was just stocked full of comedic moments. And, and it wasn't funny. and it wasn't over the top. No, it no, wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was like, it was like perfectly timed. I'm the greatest Avenger. When he <laughs> when he picked up the ball and tried to throw yes. it out the window and it oh came back gosh, and hit, hit him, him in the face. <laughs> Dang you, Stark! Quick. Lost it. Oh Dang you, Stark! Gosh. Point break. Yes. <laughs> point break. <laughs> But I, I thought, and the one thing I didn't like about Thor Ragnarok, you know, we likes and don't likes, was that they took his eye. Yeah. But I was yeah. glad. But they fixed it. I was glad it. they, they fixed, fixed it in Infinity War. Yes. They fixed it. They listened I, I, to the I fans. Think they, I think they saw that. Thing. Yeah. Yes. I think they realized. They were tr- they were thinking they were going to mold him after Odin because right. of his power coming right. up. Right. But then they were like, well, yeah, yeah, I think we screwed up a little bit on and that And they one. fixed it. They which fixed was, it. That was the one thing Infinity War I wanted them to fix. And Rocket was the perfect one yes. to fix it. He, he was. And he his, was. Because of his storyline, too. Right. Yeah. It just right. made it work. Everything it worked. Yeah. It, it worked. was great. Again, great writing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that sure. was like one screw up. They were like, oh, man, we shouldn't have done that. Maybe that was one step But they recognized far, it. And they, and they fixed it. And they fixed it quickly. But I, I did agree with like you were saying. I thought Hela was way too powerful. Yeah. And the destruction of Asgard killed me Oh, because I was like man think about all the stuff we can do in Asgard now gone yeah. here's, the, here's the reason why that didn't bother me as much is because uh, in Ragnarok the Marvel series Ragnarok Asgard gets destroyed right, but I remember that Thor recreate that, this is when he you know with his newfound power recreates Asgard mm. because he becomes the new Odin in the all seeing because but this is when he says goodbye to be an earth protector he now becomes like the Odin character yeah. and that's why like uh, female Thor and all that comes right. into play and uh, oh, that's right. where I thought they and, were going to go with it and while and we're talking they destro- but, and, while, and while we're while we're talking about the third Thor movie um, you know Thor joined Guardians of the Galaxy, and Marvel has already stated they're in talks of on creating Thor four. Hey, I'm fine. Wow. Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, Chris yes. yes. Hemsworth has said he'll play Thor as long as they'll let him. I'm all right with. And it. I'm, I'm fine right with that. I'm all right with. And that. I'm fine with that as long as. 
Uh-oh. as long as Uh-oh. they get that character on a stairmaster before the next one. It was funny <laughs> and in game. Hey, they gave fat people a cosplay. Okay, I love right. it and I like it and that's great. But I need my my OG Thor back though for the next. If they're gonna do Thor four, I need OG Thor back. I can, you know, I could see them doing a scene where Star Lord and Thor are like trying to work out. <laughs> you know what? Each other on a boat. That would be hilarious. That. That <laughs> and Guardians three would be the perfect way right. to do. You this. know what? Make it even funnier is if Thor got in Thor shape quicker than Chris Pratt right. could lose That's ten what I mean. pounds. Yes. That's what I mean, yes. like you know, yes. yeah, yes. you were trying to lift that, and I've already done it three times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and he's like, yeah, I got. It there, uh, right. pants or something that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's it. I'm buying a stairmaster. <laughs> I'm gonna commit, commit, <laughs> gonna get some weight. So, let's commit. go into uh, the, the branch movies that this movie uh, that Civil War introduced is Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and uh, Spider Man. Yeah, I think Doctor Strange was perfectly cast. Perfect. I, yes. yeah, I, I mean, so he Benedict Cumberbatch just owned, owned that role. Okay, remind me, um. The what, what's the guy? Was I can't because I forgot to put this in my notes and I, I'm blanking on this. Um, the guy that um, um, was with Strange, the guy that he was Baron talking to, Mordo. huh? Are you talking about Baron Mordo? Mordo, yeah. Mordo, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I loved how they set him up, yes, to be a bad guy. Yeah. See, yep. and he has to be the next big thing in Doctor Strange. Absolutely. Yes. He takes the power of other... Other wizards. Wizards. And... That's the problem. uh, Too many wizards. Too many many wizards. Too many sorcerers. Or too many sorcerers. Too many sorcerers. And, you know, I think somehow he will channel, like, uh, Dormammu and stuff like that. Uh And... Uh, because he goes into a realm where he finds these powerful beings so he can gain power. Right. Uh, so he could, man, if you did it right, he could be a big deal. Like, he could be a two-movie uh, yeah. villain uh, because, you know, he, he goes into, like, he's kind of like the Vader. Like, he goes into the balance of right, Earth and right. wants to destroy, kind of like Thanos. He probably yeah. loved what Thanos did. Probably. Because, you know, when Thanos did it, he, you know, I don't, I don't know if Mordo is one that, you got know, snapped. that got snapped, but, you know. Probably not. Half the sorcerers probably did. Yeah. You know. That's true. I love how the ancient one put it that he was meant, that Doctor Strange was meant to be the best of us all. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that, number one, that's some big shoes to fill. That's a that's a, that's some weight on your shoulders right that there, is, man. That is, yeah. But man, one. like, think of it like in Doctor Strange, in that short amount of time, he got all the way to learning books that he wasn't like supposed in the know. setting yeah, supposed yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he already he was. But he is now the master of the mystical arts. I want to know how much time in between Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. There was mm. because in Thor Ragnarok he was already making but stuff you, appear out of nowhere, and by Endgame he was already the Sorcerer Supreme. So. Yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to know how much time. You know, I, I, as as a matter of fact, I think that was answered. Like I think in one of the movies uh, they were talking about Doctor Strange, his wreck. Uh-huh. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to go back. I wish I had written that down. But somewhere in the movie before Doctor Strange, there was something brought up about that. Uh, so I wonder if it fits in the timeline. But mm-hmm. I want to know how much time in between Strange and Thor Ragnarok there mm-hmm. is. 
Because that's a huge I don't know. jump. I got to go back and look at this whole thing, and I know we're going to discuss this later on, but it's still throwing me off that Endgame ends in 2023. Oh, yeah. oh boy. That's, yeah, that's a... Uh, so I'm like, so how is how does that play uh, into this mean, whole thing moving forward? But we'll just we'll probably discuss that here in a minute. Okay. That bothers <laughs> me a lot. But you know, if it's Marvel, they had to have a plan for that. Well, yeah. of course they've got a plan. But I'm just like, I gotta know it now. I need to know yeah. it now. Yeah. But see, here's the thing that bothers me is you know because we That's it's already brought up. Marvel. Spider-Man will be five years ahead. It yes, will be in 2023. It, is, it takes place right at the end of Endgame. The only way you could do it is if the next three Marvel movies over the next five years or whatever take place all in 2023 three. so we can catch up, I guess. I, I, Maybe I, that's I the plan. I think they're not really thinking time-wise because, if, like you saw in Endgame, everything kind of went to, to garbage. You saw trash on the roads. You saw stadiums yeah. broken down so yeah. there was no technological advance I guess you could say you know like these movies you see like a like Stark there's a new Stark building there's yeah, a new yeah. there's some form of yeah. technological in, in Endgame you saw kind of a reduction of that mm-hmm. but you can have a no you can no longer have present day because right. it's in the future because right. they yeah. ended in the future right. unless unless they unless they somehow make it to where we catch up with them maybe that's why the Black Widow you know, kind of know. a time filler, yeah, you know, you to get to the filler. point to where we can catch up with 2023. Yeah. I hope they address that because that's one part that I was like, oh, my God, everything's in five years ahead of us now. Like, how are we going to catch up? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, not, not for Marvel. Yeah, not no, for Marvel. They've not got a plan. They got a plan. They, they I totally plan. believe that. I don't uh, think they would have let the Russo brothers do something like that if they didn't. Uh, I think okay. Black Panther was perfect. Okay, let's talk about Blank. We've talked about everybody, I think, today so far, but we haven't mentioned Michael B. Jordan. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you great what. Job. I'll tell you what. What a great <laughs> a job great. he did with Killmonger, yes. man. Yes. Oh, my Very gosh. He owned it. He owned it. He owned Very it. Very good job. He, in my opinion, made... Black Panther in that oh. movie. Oh Lord, yeah. Oh, all day. Like because Black Panther had an idea that he was probably, you know, the one that deserved to be the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But until Michael B. Jordan kicked yeah. his butt and woke him up. Oh yeah. And then oh, he yeah. figured out, oh boy, you know, I need to change some things. And right. he gave up. Like he mm. gave up when he died. Yeah. And then was talking to his father. Like he gave up. He was like, This is where you know, his dad was saying, "This isn't where you're supposed to be right now." Right. But he right. was like, "You know, I don't deserve it. I, you know, I, this is where I have to be." And he, so he gave up, and you know, had to convince himself to come back yep. and be the Black Panther. So all it took, it wasn't skill. Like he has the skill, he just doubted himself. Yeah. So, but it took Killmonger to help bring that out of him yeah. because at the end they had a brotherly moment. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. At the sunset. <clears throat> well, th- this is where I think that's him introducing him in Civil War was perfect mm. because he was when his in Civil War when the dad dies he's thrust yes. into the throne and you can see that yeah. in Civil War. Yeah. You can see he okay I have to take the mantle. I mean he says that when he's with um, Black Widow and he's putting the ring on and he's twisting. She's like that's a nice ring. You know, it's my father's. I, I now am the king of Wakanda, and I have to. I am the Black Panther. Yeah. So it's kind of 
leading into to the movie Black Panther, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I'm thrusted into this. It's almost like a like Thor in the first one. You know, I'm entitled to this. I'm. It's kind of like that, but kind of a little opposite. Right. It's this is my mantle. I've been following my father for so long, and he just gone. So now I have to do this, and it's you know when I have to step up. It's yeah. the, the face, the yeah. shadow, yeah. Yeah. the shadow of I have to step up, and then when. He faced nobody, and nobody wants to challenge him when they do the king, and except uh, M'Baku. Yeah, and, and who th- which they've is all, another yeah. awesome character, yes, great he character. Is. The, the writing, Ryan Coogler, yes. you are an yeah. amazing writer. But I mean, it's the same. Like yeah. he he had nobody. M'Baku, he knew. He's known for years. He's yes. known yes. his enemy. Yes. Yes. This enemy he hasn't known. Yes. So he he almost underestimates him. Yeah. Okay. Another thing. You know, that's in my head right now. It's like, I don't know what the language... I don't know the language. I don't know what language that was. But, man, it stands... Like, okay, so Black Panther says, Mbombay. You know, like, right, right, you know, right, it's right. a war cry, obviously. Right, right. But you're like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And, but then uh, Mbaku has one. Like, he, he like his, for his nah, tribe. No. Like, Bata. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Bata. Yeah. And you're like, it just gets you pumped, man. Every every one of those scenes, it's just like, oh my god. And then when you see, um, and that, and then Black Panther when, uh, when they come back in and you hear their them chanting in the background, because at first they weren't joining the fight, but then you hear them their chant, their war cry come out, and you're like, right, right, right. Um, And then picks them up with one hand and just, yeah. yeah. What about, um, but another bamp. That came out of nowhere. What about a Koye? They made her a bamf too, man. She got her bamf moment in Endgame too. But man, dude, they she was beast. The who is the writer on this one? Ryan Coogler. Man, he's also nominated. Gosh, this. I mean, they did this fant. That they did. They knocked this movie out of the park. I think. I think Kevin Feige has an eye for talent. For writers slash directors, yes. I think he 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 has the perfect, and that s- is what I was trying to tell you yeah. earlier that DC, Warner Brothers does not, not have. have for DC. I think he can see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I man. think I don't know. I don't know if it's well. And the the other thing is, Feige will find that writer and that director, and he'll he'll go. This is what we are. Yeah. This is what we want. Yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. And DC will go. This is what we want. This is where we are. This is, and they'll go. Okay, but I want to do this, and I want to do this. And <laughs> See, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree that. Marvel, I think. I think DC. I think the director and whoever films the movie, and then they watch it, and then Warner Brothers is like, ah, oh, it was all right. I just want to tweak it, and I want to change fifty to sixty things yeah. and make it a completely different movie. I, I think Kevin Feige with. And he took a leap with Ryan Coogler because he was not known yeah, for much. Right, and right, he said, right. go fail. That's essentially, you know, yeah. go fail. And he didn't. You know, yeah. he knocked it. Best picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Knocked it out of the it park. Definitely gives, it definitely gives new writers and direct, especially for like Ryan Coogler. And do you know the director of uh, Rogue One? Edward or. Uh, Oh God! What, what? Whoever the director of Rogue One is, you know these new guys. It totally gives you faith right. that these new people. Because let me tell you, when I heard the director named for Rogue One, I was like, Oh my God! He's only done one movie, and he's going to touch a Star Wars movie of all things. I had no faith, 
And now I have big faith, especially for these new people in Disney. Yeah. I really think, mm-hmm. you know, Disney has a good eye on these new talents. <laughs> Garth yeah. Edwards. Yes. Thanks, Google. Big time. Garth <laughs> Edwards. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like Ryan Coogler, amazing writer. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, with these directions, I, I, I think this is why I think like <clears throat> Russo Brothers and people who've already proven themselves going to Disney to save it is perfect. Because right. there's also rumor that James Gunn's going to finish up. Dude, he's going to finish his trilogy and then go he to is. Warner Brothers. He, he is. He's already signed to do. He's if you if you follow him on Instagram, he's already picking characters because he has full creative control, control. over mm. Suicide Squad. So he gets to pick the characters that are in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So I really think he can save it. And he he's teasing characters on his Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And stuff if you follow it. Uh, and I think you know Russo brothers coming over. Uh, who who who's doing the Batgirl movie? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Who pretty much built the MCU. Like yeah. he did so yeah. much for the MCU and yeah. helped build it to what it is. I think Joss Whedon could be the savior of DC and show them that look, this is the recipe that has made 11 successful trillion dollar years for you know D- Disney right. you can have it too you know stop being so stubborn this is how you should follow it so hopefully with him James Gunn and Russo Brothers who have all helped build the MCU go and help build there's somebody DC. we haven't mentioned I think we need to be give a little props to John Favreau yeah. Oh, oh God. No. Yeah. He started oh, yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I think Favreau. we got to give him his props, man. Because yeah. I think he's, he's also director. had some. He's also had a few writing and direct or not writing and producing credits in the background on some of the other movies as well. I think mm. if I because I went through and looked at him, his name is on several different movies, not just as Happy, but um, right. Right. He's, yeah. he's got right. some background roles that he has had in some of these movies, and um, I think he's had a huge. Uh, I think his 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 fingerprints been on a lot of this stuff. I, too. I totally agree. Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah. He you know with Iron Man one because Iron Man one they had no idea where they were going and Iron Man one started it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So yes. And you know the Iron Man one helped build the faith and then they started Phase one truly with Iron Man two, which just made it. You yeah. Know, yeah. They yeah. were like, all right. This is where we're going. We're doing it, whether we fail or not. So, uh, so in this phase, and there's another Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did how do we feel about where they placed it? In I was confused. Infinity War? I was confused why they did it the way they did it because they released the second one in 2017, but technically they both took place in 2014. Yes, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand that. I think they were trying to separate. Um, the space and earth I think they were trying to still see if that could work mm-hmm. I think they were still trying to see okay can we do a movie that doesn't need to be on earth and will they accept it also they were trying I think to, to score off that last movie right, high Right. Okay. Can, can we top you know, okay. the first Guardians movie mm-hmm. and they introduced a character Ego Mm-hmm. Who is a celestial? Celestial, right? And which is, is perfectly casted, by the way. In my yes. Oh, yes. oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan, and you could do no wrong with Kurt Russell. Uh, but he's but he's gone. He's and, gone, and yeah. and the fact that we learn we learn uh, that uh, Quill had his powers. Yep. Now he lost. Now he's go- now he's lost those powers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was because of the the planet that he created. Right. But because he was a that was a guy. character that in history 
is three times as strong as Thanos, mm-hmm. but they didn't portray him that way. Nope. This is what this is the problem I had with Thanos. They made Thanos so outrageously strong mm-hmm. and powerful that it took out of God every single adventure to kill him. Yeah. Like that, too many. Yeah. Like that. That's too strong. Making him be like I love the strategist part of yeah. Thanos but when he was fighting them six at a time and none of them were making any leeway like the only one in Infinity War to make him bleed was Iron Man Iron Man right. all the that for one, one drop of blood right. drop of blood I'm I'm like all right Thanos is strong and he's an amazing strategist probably probably the greatest soldier on his planet but dang I, really I, I can I can agree with that but I think I think the Avengers needed that I think you needed a character that could do that. I agree, but if they struggled against them, yeah, like I agree. That, how, like how I gonna, agree with that. How they gonna do Galactus? Yeah, I, I think you needed. I think like you because I mean, if you've seen all that's happened in the MCU, it, it's it's almost the same formula. Yeah, so they have a problem, I, they I fight, they win. They have a problem, they fight, right, they win. I agree with that, but then they introduced Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy, and they made him look like. Nothing. Nothing right, because right. the, the Guardians, Guardians took, him, took out. him out. Well, technically, like, Quill Quill took him out. Yes, and Quill was part part cilantro. But see, now he's not though. Yeah, but when he killed him, when he fought him, he still was. He still was at that time. But so ego it's almost celestial. Celestial versus celestial. Well, he was an offspring. Like, yes, look so at we. he killed. So, thousands upon thousands of others of his offspring. So, yeah. so going back to your point earlier, you know, who are they going to next? Or they're going to go to a more powerful being to fight next. So they just fought Thanos with you know all these Avengers coming out of nowhere. And but now they're going to find a more powerful being. But they're telling you they're not going to do this with as many people. So fewer people have to defeat a more powerful being in no, that regard. I might have missaid that. I mean, I don't think they're going to have as many teams on the same. Like, okay, so if you. What I'm saying is, do you think there will be another movie like Endgame where so many different factions come together to defeat Galactus or another foe? Yes, but I don't think you'll have another scene like when the circles were coming and they all come out as a one. Yeah, I don't think you will either. That will be it. I think they will film it in parts. Like, say Galactus. You'll have a space part. You'll have a planet part. Mm-hmm. And they will have nothing to do with each other, I think. Weird. Okay. I think. I, I could be totally wrong. I don't know where Marvel will go. I, I just don't know how. I don't know how you move forward with, you know, reducing the amount of people on the screen at the same time. Right. Fighting a more powerful being. Right. I don't, I don't right. you know how you get there. I think, in another ten, I think in another 10 years it can get there. Who knows? They might go back on what they say and be like, we want 60 more Avengers <laughs> on the screen. Who knows? The Russo uh, brothers weren't lying when they said they'd have the most superheroes ever on screen. Yeah. Do you have a team name? Yeah, with the Revenges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we've reached Infinity War, Infinity War. Where are we mentally and emotionally by the time so bef- the pre-watching this? So pre before where pre are we at mentally in credits like as soon as credit like going into this movie going into this movie I was on a high yeah, yeah. I was ready 
for the full culmination. I was ready to start. I was, I was ready for what we got in the last forty minutes of Endgame. That's what I was ready for. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, I came yeah, yeah. out, I felt beaten the crap up. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I mean, I felt like I had just been standing there and someone kicking me in the sack for two hours. Right, because we was, you know, you're under the impression of the normal formula. You know, they go, right. they're going to come out, they're going to win, they're going to come out triumphant. Thanos so, is going to get away somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah it's so, going to be an escape or yeah. something like that. But the Black Order just oh. destroyed everybody. Oh, it was brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. It, I, I heard a couple of words yeah. in that movie theater when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't tell you how many gasps oh, I heard yeah. when the snap happened. You know, like when the th- people yes. started, especially, especially when Black Panther yes. went. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everybody was like, oh, how? No, you created yeah. a movement with him. How you? No, right, no, right. no. He just had his movie. He's Man, God, what are see, you doing? That is the one part that angered me because before Infinity War came out, right. they had already announced that. Yeah. Spider-Man and Black yes, Panther were going to have sequels. I know, if and I hated that. you just kept your mouth shut and right. just acted And we like, all went forward. We knew they were coming back. We were just like, how are they going to get there? And, yeah. But they right. really shouldn't. I re- They really I, shouldn't have announced I those have movies. Wanted, I would have wanted, if I was the director, I would have wanted everybody leaving the theater pissed off. Right. Yes. Like, like you have no choice but to go back and watch Endgame. Right. You have no choice. Now you go into Endgame be like, all right, we know it's going to happen, but right. how but does how? it happen? How does it happen? Right. Like, I would have wanted them to go like, oh, my God, they just they killed every major character. They just killed the future of the MCU. What's going on? Right, yeah. right, right. That's right. You know? Yeah. That's was, where I was by the end credits. They should not have announced those movies. No, I agree. You know, Infinity War, Infinity War was the only... MCU movie I did not go back and see for a second time. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Really? I did not I either. Not, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I saw it like three times. Yeah. I could I not do it. Not do it. It was yeah. too much. I was like yeah, I was too emotional on coming out of that movie. <laughs> like David said, I was too I was too I was coddled in the in the MCU uh, you know, comfort zone yeah. of the heroes win all yes. the time. And they even say it say it in Infinity War with uh <clears throat> Star Lord, did we lose? Right, like yeah, yes, yes. That's yeah. what this entire movie was about. Was you losing? See, I, the, the scene with uh, Spider Man and Peter Parker, oh. that one tugged at the heart. Oh my god, man. dude! With Iron Man and, and Parker, I, I don't want to go, Mister Stark. That so I know we didn't touch much on Spider Man Homecoming, but. I was glad that they didn't have Uncle Ben in it and had yeah. Tony Stark more of like. You know the what? We didn't really right. touch yeah. on that. What about yeah. Michael Keaton as Vulture? That was a good one. Man, too. That, that I thought that. I thought he's he, another one that could do no. Hey, he can do no wrong. He's a legend. He's a legend. Hero, villain. I'll take it either way. <laughs> yeah. But I, I liked that Uncle Ben wasn't the. Yes. You know, the. The father. The father figure. figure. Thank yeah. you. Yes. I'm like Role the. Model. You know. The quote from the first Spider-Man: "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that they didn't try to go down that road. And one of the reasons I think Spider-Man works in the MCU is the the father-son relationship yeah. Tony Stark and, uh, and Spider-Man have. I thought that yeah. was amazing. The way that was written in Homecoming, right, was amazing. Right, back and to, led into Infinity War. Well, back and, to Infinity War, though. Um, I, another a big uh, moment that I felt was I I, I loved was um, when uh, Red Skull 
showed himself. Yeah, on, on that, that was a. I that came out of nowhere. That coming. That's right. that's what I was talking about. That was one of the things that you just like. You know, when I heard his voice, I was like, "Wait, whoa, <laughs> what, what is, what, what's going on here?" And then they he showed his image, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, like that was his curse because he went after the stone. all the stones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he had to tell others how to get the stone. Like that's a every time so and he had to do that twice. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know, right. So right. or you know twice that we know of. Who knows who else how came many and tried to get the stone. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh so yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, with uh, Homecoming, you know, like his Iron Man's relationship with Peter Parker kind of built the how uh, Endgame got saved. Right. Because mm-hmm. he, uh, Tony Stark was ready to just stay as is. He has a daughter. Give He's up the married. Right. He's like, I'm, right. I'm fine. I'm good with what I found. Right. But he kept thinking about Peter Parker. Yeah. Right. And he had that relationship. Like, he was like the role model or the father figure, and he lost his child, and mm-hmm. he's got to bring him back. Yeah. 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 Uh, because that was the first thing he said when he came back. He was like, I lost the kid. Yep. You yep. know, like it ate at him for five long yes, years. And he finally got to a point where he could save it and save his current life. So what do right. you think about um, Prowler? Uh, do you think he's going to... Donald Glover? Do you think he's going to be a, come I, back as a bigger part? Okay, I, I, I would love that. But yeah, if me. Donald Glover doesn't make that another comedic part, because <laughs> I kind of hated that they gave him the thug role, because right. Donald Glover is oh. one of the funniest guys. Funniest right, actors. Right. Uh, what the show he was on with uh, Community? Chevy, yeah, Community. Have you ever watched that show? Yes, I have. Oh yeah, my god, he is hilarious <laughs> on that show. <laughs> and he did Lando so perfectly. Perfect. I think. Mm-hmm. I think if you're gonna do Prowler, I think he has to bring that kind of comedic yeah. Donald Donald Glover. Well, he kind of did it. when when uh, Spider Man was interrogating him. He did kind of have that little comedic banter with yeah. him for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think he I think he would. <laughs> I, I mean, think that'd be perfect. But if you bring him, you have to bring Miles Morales. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's his uncle. Mm. Yeah, because you can't have one without the other, in my I opinion. Uh, but I think that's too soon because Peter Parker is still a kid. And uh, Peter Parker has to become an adult before right. Miles Morales comes into the picture. Right, I agree. Uh, so I think by the time Peter, if Tom Holland gets to about 22, 23 years old and becomes like the, I don't know, he's either in college or he's not, then that would be a good time to bring in Miles Morales because he would be in high school age. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, that would be a perfect area. Uh, for him to come in, but who knows what they'll do? You know, they have a plan. The, you know, I bet they already have ten years come out. You know, planned. But oh, you know, only have the next five. The years money of I would give to to uh, to walk in and see Kevin Feige's whiteboard right now. Oh, oh my yeah, <laughs> uh, just to be a fly on the wall. Right, right. I want to know what kind of. Uh, what kind of discipline they implement over there to keep it hush hush? Oh, they it's do gotta really, be, they do really gotta well be, to keep that stuff. It's gotta on the be, low. it's gotta be security that rivals apples. Yes, <laughs> but no, I like mean, say, say like a like a table like this. This is your creative team, right? Yeah. Like, what's to keep David to go from going out and spilling beans on a little something? 
and um, he wants to keep his job. Okay, yeah. but yeah. you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Like if if he just there started a number, rumor. Okay, so number one, this is a business, and these right. businesses, these people will have signed legal contracts. NDAs non-disclosure I mean yeah. they will have button this up and if you go and do that yeah but there are ways you are of starting ruined. a rumor yeah, and yeah. you not being the center of it oh that's what I'm talking about I want to know what kind of discipline I'm sure that I, I, I'm sure that table that you're talking about has two people to three maybe four people in it so only the four people sitting at the table would know so somebody okay would know. but when they start film like start like building production on these movies it takes thousands of people so Dude. thousands of people at this point know right. all we know when is you, okay, the listen, next and three nobody, movies nobody says and nothing nobody says nothing all those people. when you got when you got Disney money Sorry. they will find out if any of those four people said something <laughs> oh yeah no I'm saying the people <laughs> alright yeah, he, so he's talking about just the uh, makeup artists the uh, extra yes. effects stuff so, people like, all we, of while they're we filming know the yeah. next, we know the next few movies they're already hiring for the the movies that come after that. So right. how do we know? Like, how do they keep? Well, that? is that Disney money? It's Disney money. But I want to know. Disney I want to know the disciplinary. Okay. So I want to. I want. I'm going to tell you right now. The guy. What is it? Key grip. The guy that's the key grip. I mean, you know, very just. Just think of the lowest on the totem pole person that's on the set right now. Right. That production person, assistant. the production assistant, <laughs> that person, guy. I guarantee you, that person is the highest paid at that position in the entire universe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee you. Yeah. Who in their right mind will give up that? Well, is going to give that up, especially when they're guaranteed a job with this longevity, that kind oh, yeah. of career, yeah. and that kind of money in That's the long true. term. Well, who in their right mind would give that up <laughs> for a quick, sense. short payday? That right. makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I work in the TV industry, and we have special guests in all the time. Like, famous, famous. We've had, like, Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood, things like that. Who's Taylor Swift? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and we know... It's, I think it's, she's it's, written a jingle or two. Oh, okay. It's an etiquette to know that when when those guys come in, you, you're a business. You you've got your fandom aside, but you know it's down to business. So yeah. I don't go up to some I don't go up to Taylor Swift and can I get your autograph and get a picture right, right, and get a hug? Right. Yeah. No, it's hey, can I put your mic on you? Let's get ready to go. And it's just a business you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know that hey, if I want to be in this business, shut my mouth, yeah, do my job, yeah. and boom, I'll be in this business forever. Right. And I just think it's more of a business etiquette more than it would be money. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, I want to be part of this team. Would you rather be the person who's part of a, a $2 billion movie or the person who's fired from a $2 billion movie? If you well, have, that, yeah. if you have integrity, you want to be on the side of yes, part. Yeah, absolutely. Fired. What is integrity? <laughs> Something that Matt apparently does not have. I need a dictionary on what integrity means. Uh, so now we're past infinity war. We got the last three movies. You got uh, Ant Man and, and Wasp, Captain Marvel, and then the End Game. That the all game. That puts it in fruition. So, how, how, w- watching Ant Man and Captain Marvel going into End Game, 
are you saying are you saying hurry up let's get there these are like uh, okay i get it ant-man blah, blah, blah. these are yes i am hurry up because yes. because i liked i enjoy the ant-man movies but to me they weren't like oh my god they weren't like to, to me captain captain america thor um iron man level movies yeah. they were just they were just like you know fun happy go lucky and we got little tidbits of this and that they, but they, there was no, you know, huge revelation. There was no, there was no ah. There was no, yeah. you know, there was nothing of that of substance. I'm going to say right. nothing of real, true substance to the whole story. So I was like, I was truly like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Let's get, just get to the end. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. I was, I was actually the opposite. I needed that time to mourn. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that time. I needed that time to go. Okay, wait a second. Let me just catch myself. Give me a couple movies. Yeah. To relax and and I actually wanted to see more of what like the universe is like with Thanos snap. I want. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that. I was hoping right. more of that in Ant Man, but we only got it in the end scene credits. But yeah. I was actually okay with it. I could have gone with one more movie before Endgame. I kind of wait that long. I really wanted to see it. I wanted Endgame. Okay, guys, I'm going to tell you right now. I needed Endgame. The moment I was walking out of Infinity War, I really needed to turn around and walk right into Endgame that moment. Yeah. 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 I I, kind of felt that Captain Marvel was pointless. Like, I don't I think, think I don't people waited. say that. A lot of people say that that it was pointless. It was a great and, and it movie. Been it a was part just, of Phase Four. Well, yeah. I, I think Captain Marvel is going to be your your start of the your try to new Iron Man. I think almost. she is. I yeah. think there's going to be their try <coughs> think, at the new I Iron Man. They, they were doing a, a mistake. <clears throat> excuse me. I hate going back to DC. They're trying to to do. Something that's not a mistake like DC does. They they gave you an origin story before they introduced you and her in a movie. Just like what I think DC did wrong with Batman. <coughs> right. You know, Batman versus Superman. We're, I'm supposed to like Batflack, and I've only known you in one movie, and you're this old guy. So I think they wanted to. <coughs> they well, wanted I mean, to give you an origin. But she had story. no point in Endgame. Yeah, but doesn't matter. She was still in. Endgame. She had a part. She had a part. She had a part. She but had she didn't, her, It didn't make a difference. But the movie wasn't about oh, her. Hey, hey. No, 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 no. Like, like, yes, world she, that she destroyed that ship. Okay? If she didn't yeah. destroy that ship, they were they dead. They were done. They were done. And by then, everybody her, had forgot that she was. Her purpose she destroyed a ship. Her purpose in Endgame was to show you that the hero doesn't always need to lose, even if the battle is is over. Mm-hmm. I just think her character was rushed in, and it had no relevance. She destroyed a ship, but there's others that could have done it. Who? I mean, who you know, done it? really? Who? I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, like, uh, don't say Scarlet. Doctor Strange could have done it. I think way. the only one of them that could have done it, probably, had he not been portrayed the way he was, was Thor. Yeah. I think Thor could have done it, but I think Doctor Strange could have done it. He could have uh, done his if they really wanted to dive into how powerful and show that he is the best of the Sorcerer Supreme, and at this time he is Sorcerer Supreme. He could have separated that ship, and but, it would have but no. He was relevance. working on his water tornado. Yeah. Oh yeah, the water tornado. <laughs> My bad. That was a throwaway hey, scene. That really been, was a the throwaway guy's been scene. gone for five years. He's a little rusty. <laughs> but to him, it was like five seconds. He and didn't oh, know it was oh, five years. Oh, and you know that was the one in fourteen million chance that he saw. So he had to go and do the tornado. Otherwise, this would have just been for nothing. Right. I think right, the Captain right. Marvel movie <laughs> was. I'm gonna make a shirt now. Captain Strange water tornado. Trademark. 
<laughs> one in 14 million. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. She, her her character she played in the movie was th- this movie is about the event the original Avengers. Well, she think, was just the plot device to help move it. I along. just no, I'm saying like her part in Endgame was fine. I just think Captain Marvel coming out right before it didn't didn't need, you didn't need it. You could have had Endgame introduce her. And been like, oh my god, Captain Marvel, ah! and then have her origins. So show. could they could they swap though? Could they have put Ant Man and the Wasp where Captain Marvel was, and put Captain Marvel where Ant Man and the Wasp was? I wouldn't have had Captain. I would have had Captain Marvel come out after Spider Man, or mm. push Spider Man because I think there needs to be some healing. Yeah. To me, in my opinion, Spider Man is too soon. Mm. I, it's it's already like. We're jumping. That could have been a Christmas movie. That could have been like this is our this is our start. Right. This is where we're going. That would have given us almost like almost a year to get over Endgame. Right. But it's only going to be a couple months. Endgame happened, mm-hmm. and now Spider Man. And Spider Man has to jumpstart whatever happens in the future. It has to. Well, That's the, what the, everything does. The Russo brothers and and Kevin Feige has said that Spider Man. Far from home is the end of phase three. Yeah, they actually consider phase that. four hasn't started. Yeah, that's yet. the end. Why? I, I don't know, but that's that's, that's the, on on the wiki on it, the Marvel wiki. It has that movie. But that's the, the official same. End. But this is what we're talking about with Ant Man. Ant Man was probably the end of phase two, even though it came out after right. Avengers. And I get it. Right. And I get it. Uh, and you and I are on the same page. You no, should not end a phase. On a individual's movie, it should be on an Avengers movie. I agree. The big end game should have been it, but for some reason, they're officially calling the end Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah. Which okay, but it will jumpstart the future of the MCU. Right. That's why I'm saying, even though it might end Phase Three or whatever, it's going to jumpstart Phase Four, and it's too soon. Mm. We we just ended Endgame. Mm-hmm. We if you needed another Marvel movie. For the year, push Spider-Man back, and then you could have waited on Captain Marvel, and then have that. I agree. Right I, I there. think Spider-Man should should not be in July. I think it should be in like November, November, December, and then that be like that. we have a little time. Yeah, I we agree have a little time to heal from Endgame. I agree. With that. And now we're ready now we're ready right. for the future you know okay we've had however many months in between to heal from Endgame and now we want the future and right. Spider-Man would be the start of the you know the future of the MCU we'll, we'll see because you know that movie is going to deal with the aftermath of Endgame everybody coming back you're going to get a good idea of how Earth is healing because a lot of people are coming back and it's five years later, but people right. who didn't go are five years older. So I'm hoping that they address that. Like, mm. you know, when Peter Parker they went have, back to school, they have the, the Russo brothers have said that all the kids got snapped. All of them, all of them. Oh, that's wow. see, that's stupid. All of his friends were snapped. That, but see, that's stupid. That you, you have to have some <laughs> kids who didn't get snapped that right. got five years older. Like, that uh, would make more sense to me. That's a that doesn't, that doesn't fall into the Thanos well, impartiality. Well, uh, apparently, the philosophy. rumor is, is... So, half the people and all the kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> all his, the rumor is that... the It's just a rumor. The rumor is is that all his friends got snapped, and that's why they're going abroad. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I get that. All to, his friends To celebrate being back to life. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I meant all the students. No, no, no. Yeah. Him. Just him, Ned... 
um, all all the key kids like who went on the the bus trip. I get yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. all of For them. Scott have that daughter. makes sense. Hmm? That Scott makes Lang's sense. daughter though. Yeah, she's yeah, like she so, got older. Oh, she, she got, got older. older. Yes. Yeah, but but they have said that all his friends like Ned, uh, Mary Jane or MJ, yes. um, right. uh, Cindy Moon, all all of them got snapped, mm-hmm. and the rumor is is that's why they're going abroad. For summer to hey we're all back and that makes oh, okay. more sense. Okay. I meant the students. that's the rumor though. Okay. I meant like uh, no, like, not the uh, whole school. Yeah, the whole your school like snap. The, <laughs> your school snap. I mean like <laughs> it, but it should acknowledge that. It should that's acknowledge hilarious. some of the students they have who said got it will older. Be. They've said it will be those who didn't get older because mm-hmm. you can't just go back to school and we're just all in the same grade now and. You know, right. because yeah. now the kids, there's kids who were five years younger that are now in the same grade as them who left five years ago. Right. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, that's a, it gives you a headache thinking about it. They so said I hope it they will be addressed. And, okay. and, you know, and that, that goes was one, everything. When I left Endgame, that was the one thing I'm like, wait a second. So Ned and his buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Are all the same age, and I think that's why Mysterio. I think Endgame has a big reason of why Mysterio is coming to be. Probably, yeah. Uh, I agree because Mysterio. Be oh, dude, they've got it. There's got to be a lot of fallout from this that leads into and creating what happens in Phase Four. Yeah, I agree. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting saying. here, I'm, I'm sitting here, just getting goosebumps and jitters as to, as to. I want the end credit scenes to come back. We didn't need it in Endgame. We didn't no. need an end credit scene in Endgame. Right. I love the tribute to, to, to Iron, Iron Man. Man. I love that. We didn't need it. But I do want it to come back now. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they're trying to set up a whole... But you're setting up a whole nother run. Yeah. So I want some teasers. Mm-hmm. I want some little tidbits. Mm-hmm. Give me something to chew on for a little bit. Um, and then we're going to have Comic-Con, which we should start to learn something. something. Yes. Or D23. I think it one or the other. You're going to get a list of your next six movies. I think like, that's how a they list of the next time. ten movies. I would be I, shocked if it was ten. Yeah, I mean, if they did ten, I'm I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think you're gonna get at least six. Uh, you know, one of them being Black Panther because you have to do that soon. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. you don't want uh, you want to strike with that iron getting too old. Yes, to you be, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because you want at least three. All your good ones, you want at least three. Like major, I want major three characters, Black, you need three. Yeah. Black Panther. It's crazy uh, that they're doing a fourth Thor, but I mean, I'll take it. I'll Shoot. take it. Yeah, I'll take. As long as the yeah. uh, what's his name, Takigi or the director comes back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as he comes back to the guy who plays to it, Korg. Yeah. Yes. Hi, I'm he's, Korg. He's up, man? <laughs> he's okay, so that, great. That Xbox hey, scene was hilarious. Oh, yeah. that was. Oh, that was new master. He's back. <laughs> he, called, he called me a jerk again, Thor. <laughs> that hey, was man, great. We're going to jump on that ship? You want to come, come with us? <laughs> the revolution has begun. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, new Doug. <laughs> he was such a great character. Oh, man. Man, but yeah, he needs to come back. Yeah. He... he He's the best thing that ever happened to He's one of those. <laughs> he is one of the best irrelevant characters. Yes. He is. Yes. He really is. Yes. Really is. You know, like if he wasn't there, it wouldn't matter. If he's there, he just makes it better. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, when they're all hanging out in the house, like he's. Or, you know, even that whole conversation about Milnir when Thor is trying to describe Milnir and he's like, <laughs> sounds like you have an intimate relation with your head. 
Sounds like you love this hammer. Oh my gosh, you rode the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so the hammer bad. rode you in the back. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> All right, so we've made it to end game. We can we just let's agree? just take a minute. Take a minute. <sighs> <sighs> hey, you guys want to go watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> and now I have what, a, the third. And now I have time? a symbolic moment. I can now lay down my Captain America fidget spinner. I've been oh. spinning for the last oh. decade oh. to keep got my nerves through. down. It wow. got you to through to end game. Hey, yep. Should we wow. break a part of that off? <laughs> <laughs> you soon. know, make, make it mo- make it movie. It's replica. too soon. A little emotional. Hey, he got it back. You know, that's true. He, he gave went it back away. in time, and he got the good the good shield. <laughs> he got the good shield. I got that good good. So what do we? What do we? I mean, can, can we take a moment? Yes, yeah, let's, let's take a moment and talk about what happened with the Soul Stone. Oh, uh, okay. So we're gonna dive right into the Black Widow moment. Yeah, yeah. Can we just take a moment to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, like kinda, how did he? Okay, we we know how you get it. Right. How do you put it back? How do you put it back? How did he put it back? <laughs> did he go there? And the, did he go? To, was it Vormir or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Vormir. Did well, he hand it to Red Skull? Because so he if, told him Red Skull was there. If to if you have to give a life to get it. Do you get one Do back you get when it you back res- if you give it back? That well, isn't it in, in the Infinity War, the com- not in Gauntlet, but Infinity War, the co- the comic, that when Adam Warlock has the Gauntlet, doesn't he say when you return the Infinity Stones that the soul returns? But see, in the comic book, it doesn't really talk about Vormir. That's like, I mean, in my, I mean, there might be an area or a series that I've missed. Mm-hmm. Like this whole Vormir giving us giving a life to get the stone thing is new to me, so I'm I'm not gonna act like I know. I mean, what I think is gonna happen is is Captain America is gonna come back and give the stone back, and that the stone is gonna release Black Widow and Gamora's soul, and they'll come back. That's, but that's they'll really be different. Yeah, okay. So what happened with Gamora? That did was she go there back? At the did, fight? She, did she go back with? Because well, she was the one that came with Thanos. Well, from, right. the, from the past, I think right. she was snapped. Snapped because she came. Because she came with Thanos's army. Yeah. Oh. So I think because if you see it at the end of the movie, you see okay. her picture and it says searching. searching. Yeah, he's and he, looking for him. He, he can't he, find her. Right. He flips it away and she's not there for the funeral. She's not there for. I think right. that Gamora was snapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. He just blew and, my freaking mind. And that's a part that I didn't catch that. And that uh, the Guardians Three is going to be about Quill finding Gamora and I think we're going to see I think we're not done with Cap that's why I think it, um, uh, he did an interview and he okay. said well I'm not fully I might not be fully done with Cap I think we're going to get in Guardians you're going to see Cap you hit, think do you put th- the soul stone back and then you're going to see somehow I don't know but Gamora and Black Widow but they're going to come out different so do you think Cap it's just going to be like bit part not like yeah. major thing no, Cap, you're, you're just going to see him walk in and put the stone back like an in credit scene or something kind of. where he's walking into Vormir and handing it to Red Skull yes. and then something happens man you were like blowing Dude, my that mind ha- so if that happened oh my god where he's going to show up and he's going to go I have to put this back tell me how and Red Skull will, will yeah you know, yeah the soul take- okay all right, but okay. So I, I have to say this: <laughs> his mind, he's itching. So he's itching. That, he's itching. If that happens, if that happens, and it releases those two souls, he has to be warned that it could release all the souls within the soul within stone. Within the soul stone, stone that 
was either attempted to get the soul stone or was has succeeded in getting the i swore that i read release other people someone Uh, bad yes yeah or does or or does he go back and get a choice because i thought in infinity war is is, is captain morals given a choice on who he can bring back Maybe. but that means you can't have you can't have gamora or you can't have black widow anymore but we know that black widow's movie is going to be a prequel we do know that officially yes it they have already said her movie is, is a, a prequel. prequel okay so i think that she's going to come back and that's how that'll be nice. That Cap's going to give the stone back, and as soon as he gives the stone back, but you know, all it the puts, you're saying yeah, because, all the stone. Well, well, mean, well here, here, and here's another reason why my theory. This is what I was talking about. I had a theory. In Infinity War, you see him after he snaps. He's sitting in a pool of water, missing the gauntlet, and yeah. Gamora standing there, yeah. and she says, "Did you do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did it take? Everything. Yeah. That's him inside the Soul Stone. Yeah." Yeah, and, I, yeah, that's, I thought and that. And I think yeah. her soul was still there. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in the soul stone, your soul can be anything, a child, an adult, mm-hmm. or whatever, which makes me tell you, makes me think that there's that you can be released from the soul stone. Well, mm-hmm. didn't didn't um in the comics, didn't uh Gamora and Beta Ray Bill or who was it? Um didn't or Adam Warlock, somebody escaped the soul stone. Yeah, that Adam Warlock in the in the Affinity War comic, he escaped tra- it. Well, he he was in the Soul Stone, took the gauntlet back, and trapped people in the Soul Stone uh-huh. on purpose, and released people in the Soul Stone. Oh, okay. Wow. It was more in the comic. It wasn't as philosophical yes, as it is in, in the, the movie. Like you were literally trapped in the stone. <laughs> <Yes>. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you're walking around. Hey, David, what's going on? I hate right. that we're in the stone. That's why they called. <laughs> Can't it wait the till soul we stone. get released. Mm, you know, right. like in the comic book, they would steal you and put mm. you in the your you and your soul. Okay, soul. you brought up gone. your moment. Yeah. Can I? I just go ahead and Please. just throw this out there. Yeah. Captain America Mjolnir. Uh, oh, that was the wow, biggest. That, that was, was awesome. Okay. I'm yes. going to say that was the biggest holy yes. moment yes. in Beep. any movie I have ever seen in my life. Yes. 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 That right there. And they edited it so right. Yes. 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 I because thought that was I, even yeah. though, because even though. In Ultron, he moved it a little. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they were. I just thought that that just like so that just showed that Captain. If anybody so, else was worthy, it would but, be Captain yeah, America. So, yes. but here's the thing, though. What what the Russo brothers had pointed out was that Cap has changed. Mm. He and he became worthy. He was not worthy before. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Something what changed. What in that moment in changed? Ca- something changed in Cap. No, it, I don't know necessarily think it was that. It was, um, it was, it was right then and there. It was something over the course huh. between Ultron and getting to Endgame. He changed and, be- and something changed within him. Yeah, and he became something better mm. and uh, became. It was just. It was just at that moment that he tried. Yeah, you know, he just was like, "What the heck." It's working, you know? Yeah, yeah. So for Thor, it was his sacrifice. He sacrificed yes. himself and he learned what it was to be a true god right. in that moment. So, you know, I wonder if in that moment Captain America was like, This is where I'm gonna die, I'm just gonna give myself Yeah. You know, being maybe the soldier. That's, maybe that's and what it was. All of a sudden, he went into this knowing he was sacrificing himself. Yeah. 
All I know, it was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. Okay, so when? Okay, so when? We're gonna, dude. We're gonna be here for a little bit longer, just going over all the awesomeness <laughs> that was. What about? What about him going Avengers Assemble? Finally! Oh my god, yes. dude! Finally! I, I yelled it. I yelled it because he was like <laughs> Avengers. I was like, I said that. Because <laughs> they never really let him yeah, say it. Yeah, well, yeah. They, in Age of Ultron at the end, when he, you know, Avengers. Yeah. I know they teased it. They yeah, teased it. They teased it. Oh did you man! See the, did you see the cut reel on that? Because uh-uh. oh, the the, the the gag reel, the gag reel yeah. on it, and they were like Avengers. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so when when Thanos was about to kill Thor, uh, I really thought that was it for oh, Thor. Oh no, I thought but I then, did too. But I then when I saw too. when I, I saw too. Mjolnir getting up, because okay, so. In the original comics, Milnir has its own power, so it could decide. So I was like, "Is Milnir about to save Thor?" <laughs> like that's what I thought was yeah. happening because you didn't when it first hit him. In it the was head, just moving. It was just moving. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, "How is this happening?" Did Milnir just save Thor's life? And then all of a sudden, you see Cap go, just catch a ball. And I'm oh, like, oh. And I was, I was with, oh, I'm getting chills. Right I was with yeah, the theater. Right the entire theater Ooh. erupted. Yes, it did. Yes. Oh. And then when he summoned that lightning. Oh, oh. man. There is, okay. I mean, the whole scene when yes. he, when he threw, when he ricocheted Mjolnir off of his shield. Yes. Dude, the whole, that whole scene with him and Thanos was insane. That, was, there is no other part in it, any MCU movie that could no, compare to that one. Nothing more. could compare to that and the, the, it, that part. That nothing. part right there is why I think that Endgame could be the best movie ever made. Yes, yes. yes. I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. Ever made. I ever. could watch that whole movie just to get to that one. That part. one yes. part, yes. and I'd be all right. Yes. Who who would think a three hour movie would be like the best film ever made? <laughs> but it you is. Know what's crazy is, it is I've seen it twice and it I feel doesn't like it feel lasts like two it's hours. Maybe it doesn't feel like three hours. It doesn't. It's like you jump and then all of a sudden we're at the end. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord of the Rings movies felt like three hours. Yeah, oh my, my god, this one did movie. not. Right. The last one took an hour just to end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. endings. That amen, brother. <laughs> Is it over yet? No, we're not done. It's over yet. No. Oh man. <laughs> and then okay, and another one was when you saw one circle. Yeah, and then you see Black Panther, Shuri. And oh, oh, the the little radio Sam, yeah. Sam on, on the radio yes. on your left. They brought that back full yep. circle, and yep. man, that gave that gave me goosebumps, man. Yeah. I just from the be- the moment he stands up and, and marches and, on the army and, and himself and and, and makes a tighter. He inches in the half yeah, shield in the half shield, and he just has that. I, I for a second I thought he was gonna say. I can do this all day. Right, right. Yes. And then they do they pan out and then when you hear that crackle, that was for yeah. me when I just went Uh-huh. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. It was and like a little kid in a candy yes. store. Who said about time when Falcon stabbed someone with his wings? <laughs> oh Lord. When yeah. he landed on a dude and he didn't he came touch, down he didn't even use his hands. He just went yeah, yeah. I yep. was like, mm-hmm. Yep. yep. There's Falcon. <laughs> about time. It was awesome. Oh my god, that whole that whole, and then you see the one, and then you see one more, and you see uh, his people come, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, they can't be the only one, and then you see like 
all hundreds of, of other yes. circles, and then come you in. see all the Wakandan soldiers, yeah, everybody and then, from all over, and then yeah. I mean, just everybody. And coming. I you had him. the Wakandans, you had the what was left of the Asgardians, Guardians. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I love oh, the Valkyrie, a bunch yeah. of the Valkyrie, Valkyrie came yep. back. Yep. But I loved how they had to put in that little hint of comedic with uh, Doctor Strange and Wong when he's like. Did you get everyone? Did you want more? <laughs> Did you get everyone? Wong is another one, man. Yeah. He's another. Uh, I like his character. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. his character. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think it was perfect with that set. That not really sad, but that epic moment. You threw in a little bit of comedy that was just enough right. comedy. Right, right. Wong, you're invited to my wedding. Yeah, Wong, you're invited to my wedding. Uh, and did did y'all notice that uh, the Black Order died easily easier in that battle than they did in yes. all of Infinity, but, but, Infinity War? But look at the numbers that that were going on at yeah. that point, though. But like one, oh, um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. But one of them, uh, the one with the the long staff, the oh, okay, yeah, 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 that was that fought that killed our yeah, staff yeah, vision, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Black Widow killed him like easily right. like, took his staff and like she couldn't do it it took three of them and they all they did was like stab him right. in Infinity War but in, when it came to that battle she like like did a little kick kicked that staff up and then like just stabbed him in the throat and I was like <laughs> why didn't you do that in Infinity War well, come on you gotta, now. you gotta think though man they were caught off guard well I guess she had five years of being pissed off right. that she didn't have right. they've got a lot of fuel at this moment right in time they've got a lot of fuel oh yeah. no it wasn't Black Widow it was uh 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 um Black Panther's right hand, Akoye. Akoye. Yes, she's the one that. And then like, I would have loved though to seen that moment. I mean, I know the big the circle moment is epic, but I would love to see her face the moment he he appears. Yes. Yeah. Because her face oh, when he, yeah, comes, does, when he yeah. comes back. Yeah. When he comes back. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see him like Blank Panther 2, yeah. like a little before. Yeah. I want to know if she ran Wakanda while he was gone. She did. Or was there another heir? They Siri, don't. They Siri don't talk dead. about that. Yeah, she was one of the pictures in the beginning of the movie. When yeah. the yes, people were snapped. Yeah, she was answering, but it never says who is running Wakanda. Oh no, no, I'm talking about the the two that were alive, who were heirs, was Suri and T'Challa, yeah. and they both were snapped. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. But so who was, was she, running? Who yeah. was running Wakanda oh, while they were gone? Maybe the mom. Could be. Could be, yeah, or yeah. Mbaku. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. I want to know yeah. if they address that in the future. Like, I'm thank sure they you will for... in Black Panther too. Yeah. I mean, they might make a reference. Thank you for yeah. yeah like, thank you for because keep... yeah. you know Mbaku becomes a bad guy. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. Well, no, I didn't man, know that. He becomes ape man. Well, he becomes like the white ape wow. man or something. Like he is technically originally a bad guy who wants the throne of Wakanda. Yeah, and. He finds he the way he gets his power is that there's a curse upon the white ape, and if you kill the white ape, you gain the powers, but you also lose your soul or something. Yeah, your humanity or something. Yeah, you lose your humanity. So he does that, and he gains the powers of the white ape. So he is just as strong as uh, T'Challa. Oh wow! Uh, or T'Chaka, and you know that's he becomes one of you know his biggest rivals. So. So, any more oh my god moments for Endgame? Oh, did we Lord. Sit here or did all they day? all come at the end? Well, I mean, the last 40 minutes is just a ton of fan service, man. I mean, yeah. it's just, 
That's everything in 40 minutes that all of us had to have. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Tony snap, yeah. perfect culmination yeah. to the whole yeah. thing. So let me ask y'all this. Because of all the time travel hoopla that has been in movies for the past 30, 40 years that has caused so much rift about time travel. How did you feel when they described it in Endgame? Were you okay with this? I was okay with, with it. this? Oh, yeah. Because in the fact, way I they love, do it in Back love, to the Future I love and the other comedic, movies. I love how they referenced all the yes, movies yes. and how it that's not the way time works. <laughs> and I yeah. love their way of comedically dealing with all yes. that. I, I but, love, you know, a lot of people are still saying that even though they reference those movies the way they say it still doesn't make i mean to me if you put too much thought into time travel then you're just gonna be stuck in a circle right Right. you know like just accept it for what it is like i like professor hulk he was like go think about it when you go back in time you create a new timeline you know so it's like it's it's essentially what lost did what happens happens I didn't watch that garbage. I didn't you always, well, I you, didn't either. I have you no should. idea what you're talking it's about. It's amazing. And t- well, t- in, 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 in Lost, what happens, happens. So if you go back in the past, you've always gone back in the past. If you've always gone to the future, what happens, happens. Your past is your present. Your present is your future. Does that make sense? No. So, <laughs> but, I mean, that's kind of stuff kind of flies yeah, by I mean, me, it, yeah. it, you've always... It's, in, in, it's the kind of time travel is... You've always done that. It's not time. To, you're not going back to change something. You've no always matter gone if back. you go no, back to right. change. That was how. It was That's how it be always anyway. happened. Mm. That helped drive your future. My only part was that bothers me in any time travel thing is like meeting yourself or why you know yeah. like or if you just replace yourself as that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's why when okay so I liked when Thor got Mjolnir back but I was kind of pissed I was like you just stole Mjolnir from yourself yeah exactly right you know exactly. I was just like so Thor so is right Thor, there in that pivotal moment without his hammer without like, his hammer oh my god what do I do um but you return it so he returned, returned it, it but in that moment he didn't know it was I really back. I really like the way they tied off Cap yeah at, um, I do too with him going back and finally. Yes. He actually did get to have a life with Peggy, Agent yes. Carter. I, yes. you know, Agent okay, Carter. so you knew my how I thought he was going to go out. Right. Him and Iron Man. I, I thought, thought you, they were you thought they were both going to die in battle. Yeah, but watching that, I don't think you could have ended Iron Man or Captain America in any a better, better way. Any That's better? True. Agree. I agree. Totally agree. Like, and okay, so no let me. Let, so uh, let me. So I want everybody's thoughts on. Cap bequeathing the shield to Sam. I love it because love it. Other, rather than Bucky and Bucky before, giving the nod. I know because we always thought that it was going to be. It's going to be Bucky. Yeah, but, but even before that, how did he age? Huh? Like what caused him to age? He so, went back. He went he back in time. Stones. So he put the stones back where they belong. Yeah. Right. But he passed by his window and went back in time to Peggy's time, his original yeah, timeline. His original mm. timeline. And he, he went lived back to the his day, whole life with mm, Peggy. He went back mm. to the day he crashed. So mm. so technically, so when they were there, yeah. he he traveled to where they were. He lived his life, traveled to where they were, and was had himself sitting there waiting, waiting for, for, waiting for that moment. Let me ask you this, though, because so this just popped in by. my head. So if he goes back to that time, 
then the other cap has to still be there. Dude, it's frozen. Right. Frozen. Yes. We so have, that's why the time can, travel of what we, happens, happens. Cap was always frozen. Cap was always unthawed. He always fought in the Avengers. And he always got to that point, lost, and went back in time. Yeah. That's why the time travel makes sense. So that's why he had to duck, like, keep his, yeah. his yeah. head down the whole entire time. Yeah. Man. Well... During his life with Peggy, he was frozen, so it didn't matter he existed. Right, that's true. That's it didn't true. matter because he was still there. So, but knowing that he existed, does he ever get found? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in later mm-hmm. movies. You know, sure. like they left it open. You know that. I mean, that's a plot hole. But you know, yeah. At this point, who cares? Right. <laughs> you know, Endgame was perfect. So, <laughs> so right, right, right. So handing over the shield now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was. That was interesting because it, it was like Bucky even knew he was like go talk to him first, right? You know, no yeah. Bucky. They've said they said in an interview Bucky knew. Mm. Like but in that moment, he says, "Don't, don't, you know, don't go do anything stupid. You're taking all the stupid with you." Yeah, yeah. But just a few years ago, they gave Shield to yeah. Sam Wilson as the Captain. <laughs> you America. really want to know what Endgame did for Captain America in the comics? I'm sorry. Okay. They made Captain America number 25 from a five dollar book to a forty dollar book. That's what they did. <laughs> yeah, they really did. They really did. <laughs> they, they turned a five dollar comic book into a forty dollar comic. Yeah. Book. Just handing okay. him the shield. Just handing him a yeah. shield. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with I'm, that. I'm so my question is: Do y'all think he will do well carrying on I that think torch? He will. Here's the thing is, yes, I think making heart. him Captain America, but I don't think that character is a standalone <coughs> movie character. I don't either, and I think that's why they're doing the the the, the Winter Soldier Falcon show. show. I mm. see. That makes more sense to okay. me. I think that's why they're doing okay. the show okay. together, because okay. I think they're going to become better. You know, because in the, in the in like Civil War and that, they hated, they each, hated other. each other. Yeah. Right. I think right. now that Cap's gone, they have something to bond them. <laughs> but... But Bucky doesn't have to stay Winter Soldier. He could become the U.S. agent, or yeah. he could become the Nomad, yeah. or he could become one of the other Captain America. Captain Britain. Well, Captain Brennan is uh, Brian Braddock uh, from the U.K., but there's other, like U.S. agent, there's uh, Mr. America, there's other yeah. that, you know, Cap- the Captain America-like characters. Yeah. Uh, that Winter Soldier can take on to kind of be the Captain America almost. So they're almost like, see, like, I loved U.S. Agent because it's everything Captain America is except in black, red, and white. Right. And uh, Sam Wilson can be Captain America <coughs> yeah. in the red, white, and blue. So yeah. you, could, you could have two Captain America-like characters that kind of carry on Captain America's that whole being. Yeah. Which I would like I that. They, which is, I think they might do something like that, which is why they turn it into a show. I think it'll work better show-wise than movie-wise. Gotcha. Because okay. I think Winter Soldier still has bad... Connected to him. Connected yeah, to him. I, yeah, I don't think carrying on the Winter Soldier would be beneficial right. to me, to no. that storyline. I don't. I think. I think they. I think he's clear of the winners. I don't think he's got that programming in him anymore. No. no, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying the name. Like I know he's not bad, and I know that uh, Wakanda helped him. Oh, get so you past. think he needs to change the? He, I think he that's why. I think he needs to go to like U.S. Agent. You're right. He wants, the, he wants him to like ditch that. Winter Soldier. That gets just the bad okay. Part of his I got past. you. Okay. Just the you. name. Okay. Um. So, what now, guys? Where are we going? I need the Fantastic Four now. Really. Yep. 
Fantastic, I think Fantastic Four. Four I can wait. Next. I can wait on the MCU's introduction on the X Men, but I need them to do Fantastic Four now and right. Yes, I okay. agree. Do you? I'm want, with Jim. Do you want them to do like what they did to Spider Man and throw him into the storyline and kind of give some background, or do you need a full on origin uh, story? Because let me tell you, I loved. Now the the Fox the one with uh, Michael okay. B. Jordan and all them. Let's erase that. I'm talking about the ones that came out in the early 2000s. Right. So the first one with the origin where they went to space. I thought that was perfect because that's exactly what happens. Right. I right. thought that was a good one. Um, but the thing is, is I like the philosophy behind Spider Man. Spider Man's story has been told so much. Exactly. They didn't so you're feel. I'm end. I'm leaning more towards. I don't necessarily need an origin story. Just pick I up and keep I going. mean, just I'm fine with them just introducing yeah. them and let's go. Let's I would go. like to start with an end scene credit, like at the okay. end of you know, at the end of one of the movies. That. They were like, you know, one of those. Hi, have you met Reed or a door? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Or like Doctor Reed Richards right, or, or something. Or, or right. you know what I really really would like is that you know when they sold Avengers Tower. That becomes that's the what I building. that's what I thought that that Reed Richards buys it and, and makes it the back because the they Baxter did building. sell it. That's what I said, yeah, when but I we don't know it. who bought it. Right, that's true. That's exactly. that's exactly what I said when I first saw the Spider-Man. Because if you look in the background, they're already building it, rebuilding it. Someone has bought right. that building, right. Right. right? And I think that it's because I think Doom bought that building. Okay. Mm. I don't think the Fantastic Four have come into play. I think Doom, Doom has bought that building. I could see that. And is making it the Baxter building. And that's and I think the way Richards will come into play right. is Nick Fury went to him to help Spider Man uh get that stealth uh, suit. that stealth suit. Mm. That's what I would like. Okay. I'd like it like an end scene credit do to you th- start introducing him. Do you think Nick Fury continues on? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. He's the one Nick and only. Nick Fury, man. like, he, okay, so he could be in every single movie from here on out with five-minute cameos to just yeah. give some yes. importance Like he's to been it. doing the, almost yes. the whole time. Yes. Yes. I am fine with it. Like, Nick Fury, he could... He could shoot. He could be a scroll as long as he stayed the, <laughs> the same character and you know help him out. Like I'm fine with Nick Fury being in it from here on out. Like mm. I think eventually when he gets too old, they're gonna have to kill him off. You know when he wants to retire from m- movies. Yeah. I'm talking about Sam Samuel. That you know eventually he will die in the movies. But I think from now on, if he's willing, I think just stay. Yeah, he's a staple. He's a staple. Are we going to get uh, Thor in in Guardians 3? He's he's on the ship with him. I think we're going to get the Asgardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Asgardians of the the Galaxy. (laughs) I think, for for me, I don't think he'll be a focus. I think he'll be in there for like 20 minutes. I need need what we were talking about earlier, though. What y'all brought up. The idea that y'all brought up that they're on the Stairmasters and going against each other. After you said that, I'm like, I need that scene. I need that scene. Come on, human. I need you to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) I really think at the beginning of the movie, Thor will be in it, and you'll have something like that. And then I think he will have to leave. Take off to do something. Yeah, he'll have to go do something like Maybe, uh, maybe he decides that he wants to rebuild Asgard, or maybe he needs to go find Beta Ray Bill, or maybe there's some 
you know so that'll be the segue to part four like he will he will have he's too big of a character to me in my opinion yeah thor chris hemsworth is too big of a character to be a part of the guardians yeah to me everybody who's in the guardians needs everybody else who's in the guardians yes like even chris pratt i love chris pratt but you make him by himself to me without drax and all that commuting back and forth right to me all of them it loses an element but chris but thor i think he is already proved that he can do his own thing Mm -hmm. so i think he will bring that comedic factor i agree to guardians and then he'll take Take off. off Okay. That's what I think. Uh, I, I need Galactus. I want. I don't know if that's too much, too fast. It's too fast. Is there anybody? Is there anybody between Thanos and him that mm, could possibly uh, come in? Yes. Um, I mean, if actually, you, bring you know who I would X-Men. really actually who you know who I'd really like to see is uh, Kang the Conqueror. Kang. Mm. He's the a, second Avengers number two. He he will. Okay. It's, okay. So comparing Galactus and Kang, Kang would probably be a nice setup. Setup to Galactus, maybe, or Kang could be the next ten years, and then we get to Galactus. Okay, okay. As long as I'm still alive for Galactus, <laughs> for Galactus, <laughs> yes. like I need to be alive. But here's the thing: is if you have Silver Surfer, that's why I think Galactus is coming sooner than we think. Mm. Because if they've already said we're make we want a Silver Surfer origin. Then you gotta have Galactus. Yeah, somewhere Fantastic Four is gonna come in. They have to. Yeah, and it's inevitable. Galactus mm. is gonna be the next thing, but Kang could be a could be a stepping stone yeah. towards Galactus. Could be like if we're going for another ten years, he could be that one. So he'll be the Loki, the new Loki kind for of. that. Yeah, for like a Loki. Segue to the, he could be whatever. Like Avengers One. Yeah, was Loki. Yeah. That could be. I mean, if it's. I don't know. I'm just gonna say defenders because to me that's who should the next group should be, but it won't be. It but won't like, know. say defenders was the next like Avengers, and that the first movie that would be Kang the Conqueror is right. the bad guy. Gotcha. So I think that so I think he could be a good start. Do you think Tony is the one and only character that they made sure is definitively dead? That they left opens in storylines where it's possible mm. Gamora can come back. It's possible that yeah. Loki. Now yeah. that the whole t- hole in the Tesseract timeline is yeah. created, Loki can come back. Yeah. Sitting here so. processing it, yes, I think, I think Iron Man is the only one, and I think Iron Man was the only one that everybody in the movie was okay with dying. Because if you think about it, in every Avengers movie, he has sacrificed himself. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. In Avengers 1, he sacrificed himself. Yeah, he, he tried was, to kill He himself. took the yeah. atomic bomb up there, and he was saying goodbye to Gwyneth. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Pepper Potts. <laughs> I, I t- and then in Ultron... He's him and Thor sacrificed himself, but Thor could handle the explosion more than. And he, he didn't could. know he if he, he could. He didn't know he could. Yeah. yeah. So he sacrificed himself in there. In Infinity War, he fought Thanos alone. He did. Thinking he was going to make a difference, knowing that he was going to die. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he almost did. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. That moment him. in Infinity War when he took that stab, I thought that was it. <laughs> yes, right then. That's everybody, what I thought. Everybody thought that. And. Doctor Strange knew that he had to survive to continue on because he said that he wasn't going to save his life if it came right, if right, it came right, to right. saving the stone. Sweet right. moral high ground. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> and now in Endgame, it finally happened. He yeah. sacrificed himself. He knew getting those stones that he was going to die. There was no way. 
So, like, in every single movie, he has sacrificed himself and survived. And in the final one, he died. I think everybody Sacrificing okay. himself again. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, perfect. Yeah. I don't think that he was could beautiful. have done anything. No. And him saying, hit, I am Iron Man, that was... If there was another part of the movie that rivaled oh, of Captain America yeah, getting Mjolnir, it would be that I you am see the Iron stones Man. coming up. Mm. But it was set up so perfectly. I am inevitable. I he goes like I am Iron Man. Iron that was so yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so perfect. And it was so- okay. One part I didn't like is when he snaps. You hear the snap. I'm like, it's metal. It won't make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me being picky. It's symbolic. It's symbolic. I get it. That's just me being picky. I don't know. Like metal would make a different sound. It wouldn't sound like a real clink, sound. Clink. Yeah, it would sound like clink, clink. Or <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, you know. All right. Any final thoughts? Oh. No. I, think, I think we've thrown, I yeah. think we've regurgitated everything out of our brains today. I, I want to, so. I would like to say thank you to. Disney and Marvel oh, for, yes. uh, yeah, for the 10 years. Thank for you. For 10, yes. 11 years yes. of just amaze, an amazing journey that had an amazing end. Yes. And yes, I cannot wait to see your next I mean, and I mean, we, we, you know, we all have our moments of critique and everything, but, you know, you, I mean, you, 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 you did it perfectly. Right. You ended it yes. perfectly. You, you, you brought it up to what it needed to be, and you took it out the way it needed to go out. Agreed. It was great. And you listened to the fans. Yes. You gave that the fans the what thing. they wanted. What they wanted. Right. You never steered outside of what, you know, like, you know, just I'm going to compare it to DC. DC just changes things to think that, you know, to make it different than anything else. Right. Marvel or Disney Marvel saw what people grew up on. And what they can introduce to to new generations with originality and uniqueness at the same time. Right. And that's how their formula came to 11 years of great movies and to one amazing movie on this journey. Like, I just think with all this, when you listen to the fans, when you look at details that the fans love and make something that the fans just can't complain about. Then you know you've done something right. So, yeah, yeah. Amen, uh, brother. Yes. Yeah. So I think. Yes. Thank. Yeah. Just thank you to Marvel, Disney. Uh, I want to say Disney. Go buy Warner Brothers right now. <laughs> uh, I'll dedicate ten bucks. I don't have seventy-two trillion dollars like y'all yeah. have to buy things up. But if y'all could go over, you know, cross the street, buy Warner Brothers pick or just up, the DC characters. Me. Uh, I'll be. Able, I mean, if you got Fox for seventy-two billion, you can go over and buy the DC for <laughs> way less than that. <laughs> I mean, you have to. I don't know. I just can't see you going over there and be like, just give me DC movies. You can keep comics. Just give me DC movies. Yeah. I can't see that costing more than what they bought Star Wars. They bought Star Wars. What four billion? Four billion. Yeah, four billion. Mm. Four point two. Okay, so offer seven to ten billion for all the DC characters, and we. You'll make that with Disney behind it. Oh, you'll make that back in the first, next six years. The first, no, oh, yeah. the, dude, if they did it right, it could be two to three years. They oh, would easily uh, oh, make yeah. that back. Oh, Just yeah. showing easily. that you know that somebody who has already proven themselves. Yeah, you know. So, uh, any announcements? Absolutely. Uh, we want to uh, uh, plug the suicide hotline. Uh, if you're out there listening right now, and you. Um, feel like you need someone to talk to you need help you don't know where to turn to 
um, you feel free to reach out to us. You can reach us on social media. We're going to be giving you our handles in just a minute, but um, you can send us a message. We will respond to you and reach out to you. If you don't feel like that is an option, I'm plugging the suicide hotline 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you know someone that needs someone to talk to, please let them know that number and please be an ear and listen to them and um, be someone to help them through whatever it is that they need help through. Everyone needs someone to talk to occasionally. Um, and if you feel like you don't, um, if there's just nobody to turn to to talk to, call this number. Uh, uh, I would also like to thank Judd, Basil, yes. and Starbase1552 yes, yes, for letting yes, us yes, uh, yes, be yes, here yes, on yes, Free yes, Comic yes, Book yes, Day. Thank, thank you, you a lot, Judd. Thank, thank you, Judd. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, being here on Free Comic Book Day and, and Star Wars, Wars Day, Day at the same you, uh, time. You, you preempted me. I had that on my going Oh, out, my bad. So it's okay. And Mike, you, you and Mike Havens that. from yes. ICC Con. You preempted me on that, on. too, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get in there and cut it off. <laughs> um, so, announcements. Uh, we will be hosting a show uh, on May 18th uh, with Suitcase Souls. They're uh, um, a, a, do, a really, uh, really interesting um uh, music duo. Uh, we're looking forward to sitting down talking to them about their music career and actually listening to them perform a couple of songs. Um, we want you to uh, follow us on social media. Use Please use the handle at Nerdly Eclectic. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, our podcast outlets, we are on all the majors, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and officially we are now available on iHeartRadio. Nice. Uh, we are available on all the other uh, Stitcher, all the other stuff that's out there. Uh, we are available on pretty much everyone. There's one left, and uh, we have we will be making a major announcement on that soon. It's coming. Stay tuned. Uh, we are going to be we are going to be attending the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo June 8th. We are looking forward to that. It's going to be our first major convention appearance, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, doing a lot of fun and interesting things at that convention, and uh, we want you to come out and see us. If you are in the area, um, please come out. Uh, We also wanted to uh, let you know we're going to be attending uh, the ICC. C, uh, Imperial I Imperial Commissionary Collectors Convention, uh, that is happening in September on the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. Uh, we're still working out on what day or days we're going to be going live there, but we will likely be attending all three days. Uh, we'll be bringing you some more information on that in the coming weeks. Uh, we want to sincerely thank John Basil for allowing us to be a part of this awesome event. Uh, it's been absolutely wonderful broadcasting here, and I hope we can come back uh, for more great live shows in the future. Um, if you like what you hear, please give us a rating on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us get our show in front of a lot of new listeners, and we definitely want to uh, want this show to grow. Uh, lots of new, uh, lots of new live shows already booked, and more are on the way. We want to meet and greet all of you at our shows, and give you the chance to be on one of our shows. Uh, you have to come out to our live shows to find out more information on how you can do so. Uh, if you want to know where we will be, just follow us on social media. Again, find us uh, using the handle at Nerdly Eclectic. Uh, we are approaching our one-year anniversary, and so many big things are planned. Be on the lookout for a special anniversary episode. We'll be trying to get that out in June. 
As we turn the page to our next chapter and continue to create tons of eclectic content and conversations, we hope you will come along for the ride. Thank you for listening to the Eclectic Collective, and we hope you join us next time. Until then, stay eclectic, everyone. Stay and may, eclectic. And may the fourth be with you.